jacked and relaxed. <laughs> jacked and relaxed. <laughs> yeah, definitely jacked up on coffee. We're back on a Discman lifestyle, which I didn't think we'd go back to since the 90s, but we have new discs that we keep around. I am a Discman. You're a Discman now. Yeah. You know? This, uh, it's a Walkman. You're walking your discs. I'm sorry I don't remember who, but thank you to whoever recommended this. Uh, yeah. It's like a little holster for um, cartridges for our portable vapes. Yeah. For uh, ground up weed. Yeah. Game changer. And plus, now I get to be a disc man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, new ways to organize and thrive. Yeah, definitely. You love it. Yeah. yeah. Here with Mayor down in the Lower East Side, Devil's Corner. Yeah. Devil's Playground. Yeah. I'm up here in the Devil's Playground. <laughs> It certainly is. Um, yeah, it's so fun to have you down here. Yeah, you're dressed like a schoolgirl for right in time for back to school time. <laughs> yeah, you know I love being of the season. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I let my moods as in as well with my, my fashion change with the season. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's quite the reunion. You've been up in Maine. Yeah. Tending to my services. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing the damn thing, tending to my services. Yeah. On the devil's corner. And back, my training. Back you know. in Satan's arms. Yeah, and your training. And I do my own training at the gym. Your training probably blows mine away tenfold. It definitely does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, I, I love talking about my training, <laughs> but it's really like a five-mile run and some pull-ups and push-ups, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, I today I was like, I need to up my ante with training because there's a couple of girls at the gym whose bodies I'm like, I kind of envy, you know, I'm like, that's that's definitely goals. No, just How is this possible? <laughs> they're just like, they're so stacked. And they're because they're pushing 100 more pounds than I am. Holy And, you know, I already pushed like shit. a lot of weight around. Wow. Yeah. And they're like, you know. They're pushing 100 more than you, though? That's wow. why I'm like, I got to fucking step my game up. And, and what's keep... that do? It just makes you a big booty Judy? Yeah, just stacking oh, weight, you know what fuck. I mean? Wow. Um, yeah, you got to eat a little more and... Yeah. Well, that's that's up. my whole thing. That's why I'm hitting my threshold. I think because I'm like, I don't want to have to go scavenger more food in my life to try to fucking for appearances. Like, I'm good. I'm a well-oiled machine right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. But on. you know, I yeah, I have a lot of fire in that realm of like editing aesthetics. So mm -hmm. it's easier we're, for me to get on those trains. Of like, oh, it could be better. Where yeah. am I gonna put my effort? You know. Yeah. No, I'm I'm the same fucking way. Yeah. Which is why I have to be like very selective as to what I point my attention to, because yes. it's not just going to be a little walk in the park. No. A uh, hobbyist enthusiast level type of thing. No. Unless I'm dominating in some way, I don't <laughs> even want to fucking go near it. You know. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. After my yin sojourn of those couple of years, I was almost a little bit scared of my masculine energy because I've let it run wild before. Yeah. You know where there is no stopping. Well, you've let the feminine energy run wild, too. That's not, like, yeah, over the past couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> well, how, what, why do you say that, though? Describe the circumstances. Like, paint a picture for people what that means. Yeah, well... You met us fools. Just that feeling of overcoming the feminine when you don't want to do stuff. You know, like, before when I was a dancer, like, just the amount of abuse that I put my body through because was, there was no... There was no receiving energy. There was no yin. There was no, like, you should honor your feelings. It was just, like, do as much as possible. Eating disorders are made of that, too. Yeah. And yeah, I had an eating disorder for 10 years. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Virgo, Virgo bullshit. And I will say, Virgo season always kind of sucks for me. Like, you think it's going to be great because it's my birthday, but I already have Virgo energy. And once you have, you don't need more Virgo energy. I was you know? wondering It's one of those that. energy you just want maybe a little bit of. Yeah. Just yeah. to touch. We do rule the house of bad fortune, so, you know. Then what the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I probably shouldn't get into dignity on the podcast. People don't like it. The house of bad fortune? <laughs> but the reason why astrology isn't astronomy anymore is because Christians came in and they didn't like this um, deterministic aspect of astrology that philosophers were sort of attaching with language and yeah. whatever. And you can understand that as living in like the 21st century. We have a bit, you know, will is our... Will is our God. Mm -hmm. And so when you present something to people that there's a limitation within that or what, like, yeah, you know, it's almost human instinct to want to deny it and not look at it or whatever. But yeah. also, like, if you think you're free in a human body, like, I don't know what to tell you. I know. You know, like, you are you are stuck in a lot of ways. And yeah. astrology is just trying to help you understand the ways you're, <laughs> you're stuck. That's a really good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. 
You're yeah. fucking killing it at the astrology game these I'm days. I'm loving it. Yeah. What changed? Because I remember when we first met, we were like, Mare, you owe it to the world to do this. And you're like, I'm not an astrologer. And yeah. Like, what? It felt like it's well, it's funny because it was during the beginning of my Saturn return where I was going through all this, like, I don't deserve the amount of responsibility that my life is asking me to have. And I felt like very impactful in those situations when I was talking to people and sometimes mm. didn't feel like I had the disassociative chops to be able to just show up however people need me to show up. You know, it was maybe still more mixed in with like younger, my own personal emotions. And now yeah. I feel like I'm really in the place where like I drop out. Yeah. I drop out and I drop into people's spirit guides for real and I just start channeling information for them, you know. Like I got off those calls and I'm like, damn. Yeah. Y'all know a lot about this person, you know. Yeah. Um so it's yeah, it's been so fun for me to do more airplay and less earth play. Um so like fulfilling and everybody's been so sweet and it's, you know, never endingly interesting to me to study the transits and what's going on with different people during the same time and mm the collective transits are always like the loudest things. And that's why we, you know, when we talk to each other, it does feel like, Oh, we're on like the same par the same journey, but it's parallel, you know, maybe in different yeah. areas of our life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been so fun. Yeah. You've been fucking, you should have like a, an existential crisis hotline. You, you <laughs> saved my life the other day when I was driving down here from Maine, I was fucking losing my mind, you know, and so lost in the sauce. Like what paranoid. Yeah. Well, and I knew this, this period for you was going to be really hard. He has just like a really hard transit during this. Um, and I know it's going to be hard for me too. Um, but for you specifically, cause you already have Mars and Gemini and Mars is going to be in Gemini, but there's no, it, it, I'm still navigating what's appropriate to tell people yeah. and, and, and like what angle to take. Cause like, I'm not trying to be a doomsday witch for you all the time and be like, it's just going to suck for seven months, Sean. So put up with it. You know what I mean? Like I want us to ride the highest frequency of everything. You can tell, I, I can handle that <laughs> shit. Like, um, but yeah, sometimes there are just times we have to channel more fire or more air or more of the elements that are present at the time. And I don't know about y'all, but this Mercury season has been like so frantic. Mm -hmm. Like I'm so overwhelmed. And Leo season, I felt invincible. Yeah, me too. On I felt like I was on Molly the whole time. The whole time. I was on top of the world. Nobody could get me down. And my life is set up in a way is set up for an invincible person. I'll just say I have very few w realms that I play in where if I don't have that full embodiment, I can, I, I don't fail, mm, you know, mm, yeah. and Virgo season comes around and all of a sudden, like, I'm not just not invincible. I'm like nothing and nobody. Yeah. Back and to like, school. Yeah. <laughs> like I already have that Virgo perfectionist stuff and then it gets to double critical season and it's just like, ugh. yeah, um, what do I have to offer? Yeah. That's whole season for it's me. such a cruel joke that like the double critical season comes on like 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 a hungover morning right after Leo season yeah. where you were just wiling out and everybody's bright and just showing off and shit. And then you get like this like, oh, fuck, like really what back to school feels like. <laughs> totally. Like, oh, yeah, that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Real life. Fucking shit. Yeah, and the zodiacs are corrective, kind of like that. Like you know, you think oh, you really? think it would be like a smooth transition because it's kind of you know goes in a, a line or whatever. But they are kind of corrective, like that. Like you have this super sexual, playful energy of Leo that's like very flamboyant and fleeting, and then it, Virgo is corrective. You yeah. know, it's like the opposite to that. You know, mm -hmm. super prude and you know all the opposite of those things yeah um yeah but then you know libra season comes around almost feels opposite to virgo too it's so you know venus ruled and now you don't care that much you know because you yeah. have the disassociative element of air and that's when people find their lovers that's when people find their lovers they get into uh cuddle boy season together cuddle boy season <laughs> you know <laughs> it's cozy boy time uh, you know and that's then, when people find their lovers though yeah and then we get to the underworld you know scorpion and virgo are both connected by the underworld again after libra corrective you know oh, now we're gonna shit. go to the deepest darkest most heaviest depths from libra which is like light airy aesthetic who cares energy Whoa. you know damn then what <laughs> then we go into sag that's my you time know, it's your time that's when it's, it's good to, to just fucking shine. yell at scream at people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Act like a damn maniac. <laughs> Double down on being a damn maniac. <laughs> yeah, you're a forest fire. I like yeah. somebody. I heard one of my favorite, like a couple of astrologers talking about the different elements and the Aries cardinal fire being a match. And I think that's a really good description of like Aries energy. Sagittarius being a forest fire. Mm. It's definitely how you feel sometimes. And, and <laughs> necessary to the environment, keeping up its thing. Cleaning everything, purifying yeah. it, giving it yeah. life for a new generation. 
And then Leo the Bonfire, obviously, which we know is very true in a lot of different ways. So fucking crazy. So crazy. Um, but yeah, this, the Sagittarius, I was thinking about that. It's funny because like, if, I, if I try and whittle down like a Sagittarius whiling out, like it's always the same thing and it's always in the house of righteousness. Like, Be more aligned to your spiritual values. Like, Why are you not being high frequency? Why are you not you know, being righteous in the things that you say you value? That's all mm. you ever yell about. You know, oh, when no, you're getting know. yelled at serious, it's never, you know, it's not like a Virgo being mean to you who will just be like, you'll never be an artist. You know, it's different. Like Sagittarius yeah. actually has like a, a nice. It's a pep talk. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's serious because, and, and even when you just said that, I was like, I'm only talking to myself when I do that shit. I'm, I'm literally yelling at myself. Yeah, but you're you yelling know? me too. And like, it's my, again, like you don't know it, but, and you've known it at some moments in time, it's like my guides coming through you. Like, you're like, I didn't, he wasn't even saying that. And it is like that sometimes like yeah. Saturn needs to yell at me and you're my Saturnian figure in my life. And so that's how it comes out. It's like yeah. word, like, wow. You know? And, and, and likewise, what I get from you. Oh yeah. 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 Well, I have a cancer moon, so I was trying to think about how to describe the water elements. Cause Cass was asking me about that. Okay. If that's like the fire, how do you do the water? And Pisces has, seems like it's got to be the ocean. Mm. Scorpio is fixed water, so um, like streams, rivers, one direction. Um, and then Cancer being cardinal water, the only thing that I could feel like was like poetic to it was a tear because that's like a match of water. Like when else does water spontaneously exist mm. kind of you know out of nowhere wow. it's like tears you know? yeah. <laughs> and you know i always cry all the time tears my of a clown. specialty <laughs> <laughs> besides my always weeping eye because of my surgery or whatever i do you know oh that's cool i do get that sounds like a ween the lyric with the always weeping eye <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, cancer energy is wild too. I mean, like, you know, I got claws and um, I got a hard shell and I'm like the softest person ever until I need to use it. So I have such a hard shell and I'm so used to it. I don't even know. And then like, you'll give me perspective in these moments when I'm having breakdowns. I'm like, what the fuck? You're like, yeah, you know, you're like an intimidating person. You're like, I'm intimidated by <laughs> you. I'm like, wait, what? And it just fucking blows my mind. I'm like, it just blows the lid off the whole thing. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, Whoa, wait, where's that coming from? I've never tried to, in- I'm never trying to intimidate you. Yeah. I'm trying to soften always, you know, but I guess it's just fucking inherent to the thing. Yeah, but I think of you more as a Sag because you were born at night. And I think of myself yeah. more as a Cancer than a Virgo. And I feel like you'd probably say that about me too. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. Um, we know more classic Virgos than you. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm a pretty classic cancer, like super emotionally driven. I just want to like make music in my room. Like I'm you know, yeah. pretty much your perfect expression of cancer. And you're like the masculine Sag to me is like how you present and how you come off. And yeah. I'm yeah. That's how you're processing everything. So. I'm sorry about everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the best. My favorite. I'm, I'm sorry my- about everything I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> my North nodes in Sag. So you're like part of your, you know, part of our karma is you're helping me yeah. fulfill my destiny in some Well, way. it's it's wild because like I've been with Cass for so long and when I get into that mode, she just like she, or she get, has a very defensive part of her. Yeah. So a lot of it gets shut down. So there's like this this dam of fucking this like reservoir of passion that I want to get through in it and and she's just like no. And I'm like, "Okay." And like the I, I start doing it with you and you you don't stop me really, you know. <laughs> So it's so wild. I'll take it so much further than I ever have with anyone before. Because you're like, you're, you're listening to me. Like I'm ranting and raving and I can feel it. I hear myself. And then I'm like, but she's sitting here listening to me and like responding and like, or not responding and just listening. And I'm like, man, it takes it so much further. It takes me so much further into the depths of that fucking Sag energy I have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm, I was just thinking about for like, yeah cancer and our our need to like go into the the deepest of feeling something too and that's like how we're exploring the universe and that's i think how artists generally you could describe an artist as somebody like really prioritizing feeling you know above thinking above these other things that um we're asked to prioritize in life and you and i are definitely that way like we want to go we know we have to go all the way in and through it we don't have this like disassociative hatch that some people have where it's just like oh just not no it's like all right, like, <laughs> I guess we have to go travel to Pluto to go excavate this, you know? Yeah. Um, and I have more, it's like I have more disassociation than you. I have this more, like, leaving thing, you know? Like, 
in the moment. Um, and I, I think it's just cause it pissed my mom off the most that I didn't fight her growing up. Like that was my tactic was like, yeah. even though I care more than anybody, it's like, I'm going to pretend like I don't, it's, it's yeah. like the cancer hard shell, you know, it's too much feeling. Yeah, no, I know it's, you, you love hanging up on me and you're walking out the door and this and that, like that kind of stuff. And, yeah. and, and to the point where I'm like, Mayor, if we're going to get anywhere, like, <laughs> I, like that can't like, cause like my trigger is like abandonment. And I'm like, you know, know, I'm like, I what know. are we doing to each other right now? Like I we're know. fighting with our parents through each other. This I is know. insane. I, I haven't done it in a while though. No, I mean, I, I think I've been pretty good too. Really good. Cass was just saying that to me. And then the next day, <laughs> like, I was like, I can't even imagine myself having a meltdown. And then the next day, some fucking business shit went down and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, it's a never-ending exploration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. But again, like, I, you know, I expected it, and I expected this time to be, like, crazy and hard for you to channel. So. No, and, and, and you, <laughs> you'll even give me warnings, and I'm like, I got this. I'm flying high these days. Exclusively. All right? I am fucking high in the sky apple pie, baby. And then you're like, yeah, it might get tough for a little bit. And I'm like, no. And then literally just, like, it just fucking changes. And I can't imagine that other guy that was chill <laughs> as fuck. Because all of a sudden, like, yeah. I feel like with, uh, like, especially when it comes in the form of, like, a business challenge, like what we're going through, like, it just, <clears throat> it rips me back down to a realm I do not want to fucking be hanging out at. Anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. The, it, talk about the 3D world. Like, oh, yeah. it's just, like, money, resources, scarcity, you know? Like, are you going to work again? Are you going to be validated in your career? All this stuff is just, like it pulls me down into those realms and, and it, uh, it brings to the surface like a scared little boy, you know? And it's so fucking wild to like witness that ride. Oh in yeah. Myself. Yeah. Well, and once Saturn leaves your second house of security and resources, it won't feel like everything has to come down to that all the time, you know, but life is like, feels like unwaveringly confrontational and harsh right now with Saturn for you and I and where it's at. You know, it's yeah. just like it's always coming back to me. It's always coming back to constriction and like coldness and r relating. Mm. I mean, like not being responsible enough and relating and stuff is sort of like how it's working out for me. But for you, it's in your second house of insecurity, security, you know, what the so fuck? everything is, is coming back to that for you right now. Um, the other thing that's going to happen this month, which I've been experiencing the past couple years is a sun and Neptune opposition with Neptune being in Pisces and my son being in Virgo. And we're about to collectively have that for a second. And that's kind of wild because that's the organizing mind and the intellect in an opposite, like in an opposing conversation to chaos itself. And so this is an interesting Virgo season that may feel a little bit less Virgo and in your ability to organize because you're also going to be like staring at the element of chaos. And it does feel like we're kind of reaching up to this mm. conversation in a way, mm. you know, where we're trying to understand the areas of our life where we feel like less organized you know but also it's literally the, the my inner conversation right now yeah yeah what were you gonna say but also what but i, I think also through the season and through this opposition and once saturn moves into pisces we're gonna understand like the superpowers of chaos you know like mm. you're gonna go past the illusions of the organizing mind of the sixth house and you're gonna jump yeah. into the 12th house and which is the why you know it's 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 the wisest way to look at things and understand like Oh, leaving room for that and, and, and um, a, com a more of a comfortability with that and the unknown is preparing us for this air world that we're moving into, leaving this 200 years of Earth sort of centric lifestyle and an air centric lifestyle where you do need to be more mm. like that, you know, and more yeah. into like, okay, I have to like, it's, I, it's not as stagnant and organized just as far as like the way that stuff is going because it's going to be more changeable mm. and shifty and yeah, wow. Yeah, so I think it's like, you're going to want to organize the season, but you're also going to have to like, uh, yeah, flirt with the idea of what's beyond your organization and also understand like you only exist because of all of the organization too. And the amount of people that are organizing around you, like I've been thinking about this recently too, is, is just so much, mm. you know, Me? Oh, well, you do a lot of organizing, but yeah. just like whoever organized these molecules enough yeah, so that they, what? do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I was looking at this pug this morning that my parents have, and I'm like, how is this thing possible? Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. And this is just like how some aliens chose to organize us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't escape that. Like that's definitely what's happening. So, and I think we all have this power of the organizing mind and we're all creating these new realities because we or we're organizers of chaos, but we have to understand there's no way to organize without that dipping into it. 
mm-hmm. you know, and that is the feminine and the openness to everything. Yeah. And, yeah. um, there's a limit to the masculine organizing mind. No, it's, it's you know? funny because like when I feel out of control, that's what I just want to, I want to just control everything. Yeah. You know? And here's the plan and you're yeah. going to listen to me and everyone's going to fucking behave in this way and we're all going to do this and, you know, and it's just like, what the fuck am I talking about? That's why this go around, I see myself wanting to do that, but I also, I'm like, like there's a reason shit's going down this way. It's hard for me to wrap my head around at first, but there's a reason, you know, one thing doesn't happen and another thing does. There's a reason and I don't really know what that is. But in my life, everything's always worked out. Like, why can't I just fucking remember that when I'm about to freak out? It's like forgetting. It's like it's like uh, like you know, the classic thing you say to somebody is like when they're having a bad trip. It's like you took drugs. You you know that right? Like you took drugs. It's it's like I forget that. Like, oh, I I took form. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine. It's okay. I, it's I, I, this thing's a death sentence. What am I What am I getting so uptight about? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's all just the fucking games of attachment and releasing and just, you know, then like, you know, I'll, I'll be really good and I'll surprise <laughs> myself with my reaction or lack thereof to something. And then it'll come snapping back. And I'm like, whoa, who is that guy that just like bubbled up for a second? Yeah. Well, you and I both have a fighting spirit and I think this realm requires fighting. And I think like sometimes... It's like hard to always place that spirit in this realm as well. Mm -hmm. It's like not always appropriate. It's barely ever. Yeah. I have have two beautiful girlfriends (laughs) that are so sweet to me. Like, who am I fighting with what about? (laughs) I make art. I have some money. It's okay. Yeah. You know, what the fuck? So where do I take that fight? Yeah. You know? It, it, I mean, it's true, and you take it to your training. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it's fools that challenge me in darts and golf and shit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and and some people have even more of that, and they have to, you know, they have to be even more intentional about where they're placing that energy, you know. Yeah. But it's super, super important. And um, this season, I will say. Um, Mars and Gemini is the wisdom. Mars is the wisdom of separation. Like we, if we all just worshiped Venus and Mars didn't exist, there would be no human evolution. There would be no growth. There'd be no spiritual growth. You need cutting and separating to be a part of the whole process. You know, it's the Mm -hmm. other side of the knife. It's the handle or whatever. So, um, Mars and Gemini, um, has that wisdom that sometimes life is a duel. Sometimes you have to participate in it that way. Sometimes you have to weaponize words. Mm. Um, you have a lot of that wisdom and you use it through the Sagittarius, you know, much philos- you know, higher philosophical values um, to cut and form and shape things in better ways, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't have that natural energy in them to like say the unabashed thing or we're like more shy tongued. And during this season, it's going to be great for you guys who have that issue because you're going to understand on a deeper level like, oh, to be the hero, I actually have to be the villain sometimes. And by sometimes, I mean like a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, and that's not everybody's role in this life, but it's a lot of people's, (laughs) Yeah, you know, Um, and whether that's just like a small moment of uncomfortability with somebody you love and telling somebody like something that, you know, is going to be cutting or whether it's like literally having to sever people out of your life during Virgo season, all of that's going to come up during cutting season. You know, this is the season of shears and editing. What do we want to get rid of Um, energy? Um, So, yeah, I, I like. I don't know why I'm talking, I guess, you know, I was just talking about what people need me to talk about, but fighting is like, is an important spirit in mm. this world, you know, and it's yeah. an important thing that we need to embody sometimes. And I think it looks like a lot of different things, but duels are important and it's kind of like the other beautiful side of relationship and why you can make each other better. And mm. Do I need an enemy out there? I should have like an enemy. Out you there. and I, you know, that would help. I think so. Be like, oh, this motherfucker. I think and everything so. I do just is just like, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, because sometimes I think it's like also like, yes, everything is working out in your favor. But yes, there's like different influences in the, in the planet. And you literally want to fight. Like you want to fight against the shit that's negative. And it's hard uh, in those no, moments no. to see like, yeah. is it negative? Is it positive? You know, coming to this tense <sighs> juncture. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. But you're right. It is it it is always working out for the best reasons. Yeah, if if your highest intention is growth, absolutely everything is going to lead to your growth. That's absolutely true. Everything. That's absolutely. That's what true. all all the training's all about. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Always be training. Yeah, always be training. 
always be training. Yeah. That's kind of a different way to say the stuff that I've been saying about performance where it's like all good. Cause like, even if you humiliate yourself or act like an idiot, you're still making other people feel better about themselves. So it's like all good. Like all performance is good. It's like a trip, you know, it's like, there's no bad way to entertain people. The the difference is night and day from when I hated the grateful dead to when I loved them. I literally used to just put on that radio station in the car to be like, people like this. (laughs) Like I would sit there and be like, I cannot believe, like, look, listen to this. It's so fucked up. Like they sound like shit. And then, like, a nice dose of acid and, and live dead. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, this is, yeah. I Why the fuck was I obsessed with three-minute perfect little studio songs, you know? I love that you brought up the dead because they're chaos magicians and there's somebody that yeah. understands this wisdom of the time of, like, hey, to, yes, it's magic to organize. What's more magic is yeah. if you throw chaos in there. Yeah. And it's true. It's yeah. true. They got you that know? feminine energy. I think that's why a lot of people like myself reject them at first. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like letting a mushroom into your life. Mm-hmm. You know? The it, openness to it. It could go anywhere and it's scarier. And for and you're going to change. And you're going to change. If you start listening to this music all the time, you're going to change. You're yeah. tuning your frequency to something that uh, f- fucking was very pure. But yeah. Very, very pure with yeah. this intention. Yeah. That holds space while people trip. Mm-hmm. So that's how that band started mm-hmm. like fucking no wonder they're bigger now than they ever were you know so cool oh yeah super yeah. super cool so yeah we're all learning to be chaos magicians mm. <laughs> yeah should we let a little feminine chaos we into should our let lungs? a little <laughs> feminine chaos into our lungs <laughs> damn man yeah you're in fuente yeah definitely um we're also kind of coming up. Is this as kind of as a reading if I'm just talking about the transits? What's a reading on a podcast? Like you, you guys want you, me to oh like you, yeah, you say, look at somebody's chart? Because I'm just, I just want to talk about what's going on a little no, bit. No, I think that you're, uh, you're reading the weather. Okay. You know? And as it, I it, do. And you're dressed up for it. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, we have another transit that I have natally, um, which is Venus opposing Saturn. And we've been feeling this. Um, and that's like love opposing reality or authority. It could be a little bit hard to deal with, with like love and relationship and coming together and feeling like authority is in opposition to that. Um, but it's very, it's, you know, it's, it's fleeting. It's only like going to last for another month. And then once Venus moves into Virgo, we'll get a much different vibe and not so much of an opposition, but that could also be a little bit, gnarly and in relating right now for people so just be patient with each other that's all i want to say it's pretty good that's a, that's a good message yeah it's very jesus-like of you yeah just be patient with each other yeah come on you know <laughs> <laughs> please comment down <laughs> yeah well so, yeah we have this like as you say this conversation of the third dimension coming in so heavy with everybody (laughs) in different areas of their life and all the ways that it's constricting us and oppressing us and (coughs) when you have a venus opposition to that it feels like it's oppressing love or relating Mm. it's not really it's just trying to get you to look at it from that perspective right now yeah yeah and and all the the fucking madness is when you don't want to look at it that's you know like i was just saying this to my dad who's doing great by the way we should. This, this, this is something interesting to talk about. Old heads um, and mushrooms. Uh, like I keep mushrooms around for whatever, and I always am encouraging my dad to take them, but he rarely ever does. And then I don't know. One day while we were in Ohio, I guess he just took a handful of them and went through it, you know. And I came back, and he's like, he just seemed different. His whole, his whole, he was, he was uh, neutral. Uh, normally it's it's either manic or really bad yeah he was just neutral and i was i could just tell something was different and i was like what's up and he's like you know i took those mushrooms while you were gone i'm like okay what what happened he's like it was tough he's like i was beating myself up a lot it was really it was really tough i I was i was confused and whatever that was three four weeks ago even my mom was saying he's been different ever since just like the the best version of himself which is sharp able to listen not like seeking drugs or running outside to smoke every two seconds. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking really a, an amazing thing to bear witness to when, when somebody can kind of, he doesn't know though. And this is what I was trying to explain to him. 
he was like, it was really tough. I said, it doesn't matter. You're so much better off for having gone through that. And I said, all it did was bring you back to the heart space is where you seem like you're operating from now. And the tough time was the chasm that was created from when you strayed from that. And he was just like, whoa. And it wasn't even me saying that. It was really the mushroom kind of just like giving him a decoding like <clears throat> cliff's notes of the of the trip for him. But yeah, that's what happens, and especially for men. And my mom understood that. I said, I, I said, mom, I don't think you would struggle as much as dad does with the mushrooms. Like, I think, like she says, like, you're already there in a lot of ways. But there is that chasm. We do stray. We, we stray a long way and traumas do it. And that is what, what trauma is. There's the traumatic event. But the, the straying from who you were and who mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. is really, that's what trauma is. Mm-hmm. And that's what these things help you deal with because it presents you with all of a sudden, like in the course of an hour, uh, 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 in the course of a few hours, you have a, um, online a whole version of yourself again. And you're like, how was I operating? How was I doing that? And, and if you're lucky, it'll present very specific ways how you're out of alignment. So um, now the new thing is, and this is so, it's almost fucking a small miracle. I come into your place just now and you're like, hey, I was in the nail salon the other day, which first time in how long? Like six years. Yeah, you're in the nail salon and they're playing NBC News. And I happen to be at my parents' house upstairs where they're always blasting something, but they were blasting that. And we both saw the same report about um, how NYU just did a study that shows like in 82% of alcoholics you, with a dose of mushrooms, you're good. And like, it's mind boggling. Those are numbers no pharmaceutical could ever mm. put up. And uh, so with that, you know, now all the old heads are fucking like, they just need to see it in the Times or on NBC or something like that. Yeah. Now they're all like, hey, what's the deal? What's the deal? And I'm um, like, I don't know. I've been saying this for years. We've been saying the same thing. Like, I don't know, some, maybe now's the time that some of them will take the plunge. And I don't think it's ever too late, especially with mushrooms. You just got to watch your dose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the feeling thing and the bad trip thing, like, it requires, revelation requires you to feel. Like, you can't get to revelation without feeling. Just like you said, you have to move through the heart space to have spiritual evolution. Yes. You know, yeah. and revelation, like, so if you spiritual journey all it is is pain like it's just pain it's a painful journey and i think we we have all this toxic positivity in this realm of spirituality because that's the reality of it like the reality of spirituality is just the revelation of your shadow it's just dropping in and feeling all the ways that you haven't been aligned you know Mm. and that's why artists seem to change and change so much faster than other groups of people is because they're constantly in revelation because they're constantly in feeling and when you're constantly dropped into feeling you're like always in the motor of change you know Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of us, like, it's so easy with the airwaves and the way that our society is set up to just escape in the air, you know, and never drop down into the water. And, um, yeah, I think of our society as like very like airy and earthy and, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, mushroom trips are uncomfortable and in, like innately sometimes no matter what. And yeah. so, like, um, but that, that. That's how you know you're doing the right thing. I mean, or you're on the journey. You know I feel I mean? like they're uncomfortable for like if you're being a little baby bitch. My dad is a baby bitch. He everything is oh god oh no fuck that's all. He calls me up. I'm driving. He's like you in traffic. Like he focuses on the negative and he braces for the worst thing all the time. And that's gonna give, result in a bad a bad at least first few hours of the trip. The come up's gonna be tough if you're that type of person. But I've found that the mushrooms don't challenge me as much when I go in like. Bring it on, baby. Just chew those motherfuckers for a half hour, Mike Tyson style. Just chew them until yeah. you're like tripping your balls off. And I'm inviting you into my life. I want this lesson. And it's like, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, just lock into your breath. You're good. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. And if you're more dropped into feeling, that's all it'll be. But sometimes like, you know, if you've been manic yeah, and you've just been in this crazy headspace, yeah, you're going to have to have that. I, I had a rough one up uh, in April at my parents' house. Remember that? You had to come in. You you ended my rough trip. See, like, you know, like, it's funny. And that was that was a moment, y'all, when I consciously was like, I'm going to have to play the villain to be the hero right now. I was like, it's going to be unpopular. You were unpopular for 30 seconds. Yeah. And, like, it was from when I was laying down, you were like, come on. 
and, and I'm like, what the fuck? Because Cass was doing the opposite. She was coddling me. She and was it makes mad it, at me. It makes like, it way worse. No, I know. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and like, I felt her being, but again, I was like, I'm just going to deal with her being mad at me because Sean's going to have a better trip when she just gets out of this fucking yes. room. So like, for 30 seconds, I was like, damn, Mare's fucking harsh right now. This is crazy. I'm a little baby bitch. I need to be cared for. And then I stood up and I was like, oh, that was the best idea ever. And I swear to God, for like the next two, three hours, I was like, I'm the funniest person in the world. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I was just, all my material was just yeah. fucking hitting. Yeah. Everybody was laughing their ass <laughs> up. I went from nothing, just piece of shit laying on the bed. Like I'm the dumbest person in the world to like, you're like, Hey, stop it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turned it around. We, we need each other to say, hey, stop it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, I, I, I look forward to taking you to like and I know you're a little resistant to this, but I do look forward to taking you to like just the classic 20 person ayahuasca circle sitting in the pitch black. There ain't no coddling each other or anything. You're just listening to me puke and fucking <laughs> I do look forward to it because because it is hilarious when you're in that glowy afterglow of it. And you're like, damn, man, I was I just died 2000 times, you know, <laughs> like. But yeah. it's cool because like she'll come around, um, and it's like she knows when you're like dead, and like will hit you with this fucking branch and like or blow some weird fucking Florida water on you, whatever <laughs> the Florida water is. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. But yeah, but I do look forward to doing that with you and just like you know separate but together go in and just fucking just get served. Yeah. You got served, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do, especially as we move into these months, uh, like September, October, November, I do start <laughs> thinking about ayahuasca a little bit more. I feel like I've abandoned her. I feel like we have a fractured relationship because she's been calling me and I haven't been picking up the phone. I'm serious. So like, yeah, I'm no. nervous about my next time. I'm like, yeah, I be. feel like I've been, could be a little rough. Um, but yeah, definitely need her. You've been a bad life. girl. I've been bad. I really have. Like, and I keep forgetting to microdose. Like, I've been so bad this year. I like. I, I feel like I microdose like five times. It's I fucking know. September. I know. I know. We keep. I, I'm, I'm uh, for a while was very good about the mushroom microdoses. Very. I can't good. even. I still didn't take my B12 to d- today. I talked to you about yeah. it. I know. You just got to do it. You it's just been gotta... the last like four or five days, y'all. I can't. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm getting crushed by this energy. I was on top of everything in Leo season. Yeah. Yeah, you were in Fuego. I dropped all my balls in Virgo season. Uh, uh, I showed up to a photo shoot with wet hair. A wet nerd? <laughs> I was a wet nerd. <laughs> and not like for my work, by the way, obviously. Yeah, you're fully, you're fucking, shoots. you're back. You're doing tattoos. Back in Satan's arms, You're baby. doing readings and you're doing <laughs> live performances on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Every se- I don't think I'm going to do it tomorrow because we're going to be partying. Um, we'll do it. But I'll get on there. I'll be in the background. <laughs> every Saturday, I am going to do a live where I just play different covers and like an original. Um, but yeah, in the show, the astrology show. Yeah, that's a big thing. Which is a big thing that I'm doing for every couple of weeks. And I'm flirting with the idea of doing more content, which I don't can't tell is just a distraction between the person that's like scared to just focus on mm. music for a second <laughs> or if this is like actually good content right. that I should be making for doing like tarot readings during the week. But. I'm still so much more com- like confident as an astrologer than I am a tarot reader for some reason. But then I think about it, and I'm like, it's so stupid with the level that I'm feeling into everybody and everything that I'm, but like, I'm in the way on this journey. Use it's those cards. Weird. Pull those cards out. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, you should definitely get that in the mix. But how do people find that? You might be shadow banned. I'm not sure. <laughs> My listening to Spirit YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And you're on there on video playing the piano. Yeah. Doing. I uh, just improvise and. Um, you do the rising signs. So you're doing 12 videos every week. Yeah. 12 videos every week, which I think they're going to be like 15 minutes now. Each. What a fucking offering. Yeah. It's, That's it's so dope. It's very, very fun. And it's a container that I can stand behind me existing in because it makes me better at everything that I want to do. So it's that's why I would say just keep if, eternally motivated. If you feel me. called to do more, do more things because, you know, naturally, like the stuff that has staying power will have staying power and the other stuff will shut off. Like, yeah. But I, I think. Like I always say, like the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So, you know, just try to approach it with that full gusto that you do with music, that you do with tattooing, that you do with putting together these sweet little looks. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, I love a look. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You're bringing back Clueless for me. It's, it really reminds me of the chick from Clueless. Yeah. Definitely 90s dream, babe. And like, my I nails, you know. And, and I did pink toenails, too. I was trying to. I was trying to go into that vibe. You're a fucking dream girl. I, I mean, I can't believe it. That's what Cass was just saying on the way down here. She's like, I'm looking at tasteful nudes of Mare. <laughs> like, do you realize how hot she is? I'm like, yeah, it's a problem. It, it, it gives me uh, fucking imposter syndrome. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, when's she going to realize? He's <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. I was just listening to somebody sing a really funny song about imposter syndrome, speaking of. Mm. It's got to be big and rampant in New York. I feel like more people talk to me about that than a lot of other things when I tattoo them. This would be the fucking world epicenter of it, you know? I would think. I have this, actually, sorry, I don't know if I'm divulging too much. I know somebody that came here and was like a star of the Broadway show the first year that she came to New York. Mm. And that was like really hard for her to deal with. And then she hasn't really gotten, I think, a role since. But um, yeah, she basically showed up and was like the ingenue star of this big Broadway show. And yeah. she did it the whole time. She was like probably one of the worst times of her life because every day she was just like. The anxiety of it. Yeah, like feeling like she didn't fright. deserve it. And it's like deep rooted. You know, I think, it, yeah, it's deep rooted deserving stuff. I think a lot of times with imposter syndrome. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. I think Joey and I talked about this a little bit on oh, the latest did? Boys Club. A little bit. Um because I don't remember you talking about it. I, I, I feel like I've had this conversation lately, but it might have been you and I on the phone. It may have been. Um, which, God damn, those are fucking... <laughs> I know, our phone calls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, when you let me talk to you, you're not a very phone-loving person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not that good with these phones. You like to be present with people. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like I don't have imposter syndrome like for the important things yeah at all you know i can really step into like i'm the director of this thing of course i'm in a fucking gigantic sprawling boardroom in toronto with 50 ad agency people around and i'm leading this meeting of course like if i had the slightest doubt yeah you know i wouldn't be able to just get high and go do that yeah you know uh or pull these jobs off or whatever or even have the audacity to do this no, you also you know? have a life set up that requires like an invincible sort of spirit to things. Yeah. And if you're not there, you can't show up to your jobs. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I can't even <laughs> consider letting any kind of self-doubt in. If director doubts on set, you're all fucked. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Apparently that's a big thing too. Because a lot of the crews I work with, they're like, yo, this is a dream. I'm like, what are you used to? And they're like, oh, fucking indecision. Yeah. Just fucking, that's it. Which I feel like for your role more than like any other role is like, there's no room for that. No, no. So I I don't get it when it comes to that stuff, you know? Yeah. Even the podcast is just like, whatever. Sometimes with the community stuff, I get a little like, because I don't know what to do. Right. Really. Like, I don't, I I don't know what to do. (laughs) So I get a little, but it's, I wouldn't call it imposter syndrome. I'm like, I understand. I get it. I'm pretty cool. Uh And, and it's not about me. So, like, what? I don't know. I can't be a poser. It's like, I'm just being myself. But with with you sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, that's where the self-doubt, like, that's whatever, like, the undeserving, like, the, you know, because you came into our life, like, how you are right now. Like, you're, you were being yourself, and you were very bright, and I was, like, intimidating. Yeah. It was yeah. very intimidating. Yeah. Yeah for sure so <laughs> there's always been a tinge of that i guess it has to express itself some way in my life and it's it's definitely in that and yeah you like a challenge yeah yeah definitely and and you know I, I think that's how i get socially too i think when we're out there socializing i'm not like the guy people might think i am from the podcast like if there's more than like four or five people around i'm like probably one of the quieter energies you know yeah, vocally maybe. Vocally, yeah, but I'm playing the tunes. I'm passing the joints. Yeah, and you're energetically holding down a lot of space yeah. that people put on you. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you I don't know I don't know if it's just cuz you hold that space as a director and so it's like you just carry that with you and you carry that archetype and so people expect a lot energetically from you too. Mm. But I know that's why you're quiet in social situations as well, so. I don't want to fuck up anyone's 
I just, yeah, yeah, I yeah, because you know you're impactful. As yeah, well. that that's basically what it is. Not to even try to sound conceited, but like some of the groups we're in, I'm like, oh, like, yeah. I, like I get it. If <laughs> if I express anything, it's turning this whole ship in that direction, and so I'm gonna be a little yeah. bit more choosy and yeah. just try to be like flowy and just chilling. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm gonna try to do this weekend. Yeah. I'm, it's surreal to come down here and like meet up with all of our friends and I'm not like hosting or coordinating or anything. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, you have this North node, your destiny and Leo and your South node in Aquarius and you're so Aquarian with, I feel like the way that you direct and director in general is kind of an Aquarian position. But I feel like me as a person and a personality in your life, just like I said, your Sag is like bringing me towards my destiny and my North node is bringing in that Leo energy of like performance and Mm. like play. And um, I feel like that with Lacey too, like for just some people in my life where I'm like, I'm the Leo in their life. That's getting them to understand like actually being in the center of attention is like not a selfish thing and it's very sacrificial. Yeah. It's for the community. And um, sometimes that's what life asks of you. And so I feel like that's like part of our dynamic too, is me like pushing this more that you're not comfortable with. Like you don't want to be the center of attention and stuff, but you kind of are. So (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm here just trying to help you navigate like that too. Like it, attention and stuff you oh know? totally totally <laughs> i mean it, it's it's the hesitation to not have like a lot more community gatherings and yeah. space camps because i'm like do i have to do something <laughs> like, do, do they like need that and it always works out it always works out yeah i mean that was what gave me a fucking the craziest come of my life at that space camp is that understanding like attention and pressure and being like Ugh, i'm a puddle so <sighs> yeah I really yeah, need to get over this like expectation of me being anybody for anybody because I felt like I was really in a situation I'd put myself in where I had to be somebody for people. Mm. And at the time, I had to be dead. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it felt very like... Uh, I feel like I uh, on that trip, like this is this time last year yeah you know and we took an unknown amount of of 20 very <laughs> strong acid very like the hardest either one of us has ever tripped yeah and i've tripped hard and and you know um i was able to rally because i saw you were having a hard time and i was like oh purpose something something to push off of okay great yeah. this is something to work with because yeah. before that everybody's just puddled yeah and we're like whatever and i think that the reason i didn't struggle with the same thing as you is because i went in, i had already done a space camp and yeah. I went in knowing I'm useless to these people, <laughs> at least for three, four hours after I take this. Like, yeah. I am not even going to try to show my face or yeah. be a part of anything or whatever. Yeah. And you, it's some little part of you, everything was getting stripped away. And some little part of you was like, we have an obligation here. And you're just fucking dying. It was giving me so much anxiety. Yeah. yeah. It was like, what the fuck? What the yeah. fuck? And yeah, I Damn, just. Damn, that was a crazy, you know, it was a really crazy moment. You're like, you just looked at me. It was just me and you. And you're like. I got it. I can't. I need a parachute. Yeah. I'm out. And I was like, all right, I'll go. And I think I got you like a Xanax. And, 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 I, and then you were fine. And, and my, I was like, cool. My logic was, because my logic was, if I do this, I'll be able to show up for them. And then as I had it, I like was like. Like somebody has to come down off this. Nobody on the whole exactly. place was. <laughs> yeah, no. And then I, then I had to think about it more. And I was like, what do, okay, but do I want to be that present? I was like, no. Like it, in this moment, I will forever regret not fully like I'm already dead and the reality is they didn't need me like they were enjoying themselves and I had to like digest that and like take a second to be like they're fucking taking acid for the first time on a beautiful property in a rainstorm there have have no thoughts of mayor obviously you know what I mean like they're worried about themselves yeah um and then it felt like I was just over the hurdle and I was like, cool, I can have fun and I can handle anything, you know, because it, it started to be about me again and I can handle that. Well, you turned it around so much that I had sworn you took the fucking parachute and you were like, you you revealed like an hour later, you're like, no, I'm like, whoa, that was a 180. <laughs> yeah. You just were like, all right, I'm turning off whatever that <laughs> was, whatever that fucking realm was that you were hanging out in. Yeah. And it, and it helped too to get away from people for a second. Like, so if anyone's ever having a moment like this. Oh yeah. And, and you can't stay in your body. Like yeah. that was what was happening to you. Yeah. And like, the shower is always my place when I'm in, when I'm dying on drugs because the baptism is real and yeah. the water is very helpful. But yeah, I was totally out of my body, like jumping into other people's bodies in the shower. And, and again, like I take acid for those, like I've had that experience and it was super scary, still hard for me to integrate, but I take acid to have those experiences. But this time it was, it wasn't just like, oh, it's Mare having an experience. It's like, oh, Mare, you're not in your body and like, you probably need to be there because there's like 50 people yeah, so <laughs> around weird. you to entertain or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, so it created this huge anxiety. Yeah. Um, it was good for us to just 
I mean, two things. One, just try to get away, maybe find a good homie and, yeah. and get away, catch your breath, and put on Grateful Dead. Like, and put on and a just, Grateful just Dead. Listen and, and just listen. And you told listen. me to listen to Jerry and listen to my breath. And yeah. Yeah, we That's just all. turned it around. That's all. You yeah. quickly turned it around, but man, what a wild. I haven't tripped yeah. that hard since. Yeah. Pretty close. With, uh, the, the 2CB was, was edging on like 2CB that. 2CB is really wild. That like the edge of like, fuck, what am I? Who am I? But I think it's also just doing a drug for the first yeah. time. It's just yeah. super freaky talk about trippy experience the whole time you're like is this it <laughs> am i am on the other side of it yeah other side of it yeah it's got a whole nother element to it so i'm excited to do it for the second time with less of that yeah um confused energy about embrace the nexus Embrace the nexus. More. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that experience was wild and people have been talking to me more about space camp so it's been more in my imaginal realm of you know how it will unfold next and yeah yeah i i think like those moments like what you went through and everything because uh, like uh, you hear a lot in like the fucking pseudo spiritual psychedelic world that like everyone talks about ego death like that's something that you want to achieve and like that's a that's a pretty harsh fucking thing to do to yourself it, it really is um and i don't know if it's it's necessary maybe maybe a few times like you know it might be nice to totally transcend and and experience that but i think really more the more experience i gain the more i'm like what's really better is ego training and ego strength and it, it's like mowgli like if mowgli was untrained he would be a fucking a nemesis yeah. he would be fucking a nuisance in people's lives yeah. and your life but since he's trained he's your biggest protector, your best friend, the most loyal advocate you could have. You can do that with your ego. It is kind of like a wild puppy. You no, know, but you're totally right. I've been thinking about this a lot recently. Like we, to be happy in the human experience, you have to have an ego and you have to be wrapped up in your ego and it's bullshit in the dramas of humans. Because if you like take it from somebody that's, that probably has died too many times within a singular body because of drugs and other things. Yeah. And like, it's hard yeah. for me to live the human experience and it only gets harder when it, the more spiritual experiences I have, you know, I want to say it gets easier because I am connected in another realm and don't get me wrong. I'm less fearful than like everybody I know about, yeah. you know, death yeah. and these other things, but it doesn't make this realm easier. And this realm is where you are. Mm. And I've definitely been thinking about that a lot recently. Like I've been having more fun because I'm, I'm a character in this game and all I can do is, is have fun playing out these dramas because that's what you came here to do, yeah. you know? And this, this journey of like, yeah, this is like, it all, it's, it's going to bring you misery and depression and I'm like a perfect case study for it, you know? Yeah. It will let nihilism seep into you and like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been doing, um, like, since, uh, since we've been, like in, in, the, in the, the few little times I've spent at my parents since we moved my stuff up there, they have this, like a cemetery across the street from them, and I do these like death meditations every day. So in the morning, I'll get up and I'll do my, I'll just get those miles out in the <laughs> heat of the day. And then when it's nice out, I just go and I walk for an hour through, just wind through this, um, this cemetery. And it's crazy because this is a cemetery where I grew up. So like kids I went to school with, kids that are younger than me, I'm seeing their graves. I'm like seeing. I'm seeing my grandparents' graves. I'm seeing my friends' grandparents, people from the 1800s, and just, like, this meditation on what life is. And, and again, like, raw dog in it. No earbuds, no fucking razzle-dazzle, nothing like that. Just listen to your breath, walk. And when you see a name that sticks out to you, and a lot of them do, just kind of meditate on that for a second and what their life was, and you see how long people live and how short this experience can be. And... It's a really fucking trippy thing to do a nightly walk through a cemetery that's that long and just quieting it down for the day and like transitioning into the evening and just contemplating death. I think it's a really, it's a thing that we probably avoid at all costs, but having the cemetery near me, I'm like, it's really present and my sister's in that cemetery. So yeah. I go and visit her too. Yeah. 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 Um, and that brings like some alienhood to your wisdom and your experience of like, oh, we're, you know, the temporariness of the human experience and yeah. being able to grieve and maybe see past that and see bigger timelines past the one that seems impermanent and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like, and then I think the human element of caring is like, yeah, it's, it's the only thing that makes this whole thing fun. 
mm-hmm. the more that you like start to look at life that way and that we're all just like choosing these different characters to play and um it can just be more yeah more of the levity like leo wisdom more of that just have yeah fun. yeah have fun with it it's like levity and trust trust really yeah. uh levity trust and presence equals happiness yeah. like that's yeah that's like a really j- j- trusting that the universe has you yeah you know being present enough to laugh at things you know and knowing that the universe has us all and that we're here to experience the very thing we're experiencing in that moment it's funny it's hilarious it's uh such a crazy fucking challenge we take on when we take form it's such a wild thing to do a dance as a human. Yeah. 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 It's and, hard. And uh, when you look at people's charts, you realize, too, um, this point of destiny, like the North Node, where people are, where supposedly your spiritual growth happens, is always not the energy that you embody. And mm. so it's weird. You kind of start to understand, like, you come maybe to use what you're good at, but really to leave it. Like, you come to to be the person you're not, which is death, right? Like you sort of come mm-hmm. to run out whoever you were and run out the temporary nature of that pattern that you came in in that very specific mm-hmm. moment in time, you know? Wow. Um, yeah, but it's it, it's just so interesting to me recently to be looking like, oh, this person has, like I'll use myself as an example, like all of this Gemini energy and their life is asking them to be a Sagittarius, mm-hmm. you know? And and that's that's everybody's chart is asking you to leave who you are in this interesting What's way. What's mine? So you already embody more Aquarius energy and it's asking you to move more towards Leo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which that's uh, like, to me, that's what I reject the most. I'm like, that's yeah. fucking poser. Yeah. Fucking. But you, it's seeping in your life, whether you want it or not with this podcast and you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're taking up more of that position, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So. <laughs> no, it's so weird too, because it's like, I've, uh, for the amount of, success that i've experienced i i don't know i don't necessarily like carry that as any kind of like proud thing even in those moments it's always just been like okay what let's do the next thing let's do the next thing like like, i don't want to get uh i don't want to pig out on on this you know just reaching the peak of something that i was clearly headed towards you know i don't want to pig out on that feeling too much or get too high on it it, to me that's more of like rejecting that you know that like like it's like look what the look what everything is calling on you to do and you're you like I kind of am always like no turn my back on it or shrink in that moment yeah because it's not the energy you embody so it's the thing you're most uncomfortable with and that's what's so yeah. interesting to me it's like life is just asking you to go towards the thing you're most afraid of and that's yeah. how the most spiritual growth will happen you know but it will also present itself in your life like it is for you you know as the the uncomfortable thing that's calling you but it is always the uncomfortable thing well but the, you know what helps too is like coming across beings like uh like alex and allison gray yeah and like 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 even though they do this really leo like outward like very loud performative thing it's yeah. like there's something about them that's like so authentic and i see myself in them i see i see cass and i in them and like the yeah. way we're trying to build things totally and, but like, and and, uh, and I'm jealous in a way, like they get up there and they can command, they can lead a sermon really pretty much and just come off the dome and just fucking right in front of people, just tap into flow and just bring back the most beautiful words and inspiration about art and spirituality. And it's, it's, uh, it's so cool. So I come across a being like that and I'm like, I could do that. You know, they're, they're much older. So I'm like, okay, I got time. I can morph. I think I could get there and gain my confidence and my wisdom and, know how to bring those things online when I have to. Yeah. I think understanding that again, like the ego is important. Like the, the performance of an archetype representing time and like the pushing of it is important, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And uh, you know, you've been so wise in this like background picture way that, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's harder for your spirit to understand like, Oh, but all of those characters that were important in those moments, like you have to be one of them too. Mm. for people to reflect on you know yeah fuck. And you have to be solar too yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah people got their but solar panels out people got their solar panels out but you know being a leo if you don't have a lot of that energy naturally like it it does it means judgment when you put yourself out there it means you're being judged and you are going to get that's cut what down i can't handle you, yeah, yeah. Like, I, that, that, that's the that's the crux of of my like fuck this i'm not even playing in that arena like <laughs> you know you you want to judge me that's on you because i'm not even trying to offer anything to be judged yeah you know? but that's where my like clown wisdom comes in where it's like either way you're entertaining them yeah 
Yeah. You know? Definitely. Like, they're getting off on the judgment. Totally. You're still doing it for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The least so, entertaining thing would be me being, like, a fully embodied version, um, you know, f- fully enlightened, you know? It'd be the mo- I would be the most boring. I-, I think a lot of podcasts out there try to come <laughs> off like that. Like like they know what the fuck's going on or yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And and yeah. they really I, wanna lean into that part of themselves and I'm like, I want the opposite. See, but Leo doesn't have to be righteous and it like Leo is playful and it is goofy and it doesn't have to be self important. Oh and yeah, I think no, no, I know you're, that. You're like with your art, it's like you're already doing that. You're yeah. carving out new space and yeah. of you know, of this whole realm and a different way of holding it that's not that isn't this like look at me and how smart I am, but it's still like you can look at me and uh, playing the fool. Oh right? yeah, that's all of our thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 much more comfortable with that. I think it's much yeah. more relatable. It's much more relatable. Yeah. I, well, and I think it's much more true to the to performance. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's yeah, what the performers are doing. You know, sometimes we're in awe and we're worshiping wisdom and stuff, but after just playing the fool. <laughs> everybody plays the fool everybody sometime. plays the fool because you have to play the fool to be emotional and you have to be play the fool to be in it and stuff too you know because it takes a certain level of vulnerability to with performance you have to be in it in the emotion you know not like turn that one on okay I'll turn this one on too um yeah and you guys both have your north node in your eighth house so that's why your life paths flow so beautifully together so you're both also leaving a life of like security and taurian comforts and going towards like a more transcendent not only like the use of other people's resources but um it's like really deep energy exchanges and you know looking at life in a more scorpionic way which is what um life isn't about like security it's about these like deep experiences of exchange yeah that definitely resonates yeah 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 and that's both of you guys are, are leaving that and leaving it in different ways obviously because your charts are different but you're both leaving being and that's what part of this tra- like transit is trying to get you to do too is let go of this second house energy of like needing these things to feel valuable and comfortable yeah mm-hmm. yeah shit yeah and i don't even though my north nose and sag it's in the house of leo in the fifth house so i do share elements of like part of my life is to also step into that role that hasn't necessarily been super comfortable for me because even when i was a dancer i got right into choreography right away and like would prefer choreographing for other people you know yeah yeah. and then it's become more of like oh okay i guess i'm gonna do the thing and i'm gonna be them yeah even going from a dancer to like singing, like I had a period of being like, I want to make the music I'm dancing to. Totally. I mean, when I play guitar, like everyone always says, and any teacher I've had is like, oh, just learn the songs you love. Like that's the best way. And I'm like, yeah, but I found this like weird. Th- I like playing this <laughs> thing I made up and I like, you know, <laughs> Yeah, totally. I would much prefer to fuck around with. And, Oh, this is another great uh, example of like the magic of chaos. When I first started dancing, you know, you get into choreography and then, you know, you you stay in that realm long enough and you see all the different expressions and you understand like, okay, choreography is really cool and magical. You know, it's like way more magical as somebody dropping into flow oh, yeah. with dance. And, oh, that ca- and that's chaos magic. That's beyond organization. That's tapping into everything. And so that was my first experience of it. And then I got really into like just that train of thought. Um, and it's kind of with music getting more of that way. Cause again, I started like very conceptual and organized with my Virgo brain and I'm getting more flowy about it. And like, uh, repetition seems so oppressive to me now. So yeah, I'm, I'm still inviting flow in, in a million different ways and the chaos in. It was crazy when we went and saw fish. Uh, We talked about it a little bit. We talked about it in depth on boys club on the Patreon, but, uh, it's a a band that has to get in a flow like you know there's no repetition there's like these crazy fucking songs like crazy yeah and the dancing i've never seen anything like it i've like the the just fucking freak dancing crazy flow and people that are probably peaking on a lot of psychedelics oh yeah 
it's such a crazy energy to be around. Yeah, and the psychedelics, it's like, well, how does that make you better? But somehow it like allows you to be more open to the chaos or something. Yeah. Because those are the most magical times I've had dancing too. It's like on a lot of drugs. It just, I guess it gets you out of your own way. You know? Oh, yeah. It tames the black dog. Let's you let it happen. At least for a little, t- a temporary moment, that black dog is just tame. <laughs> it's just fucking laying there at your side just saying, have fun. Yeah. Whatever. I yeah. got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> Damn, Maribear, you're fucking uh, goddamn pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for this fucking Irish leprechaun. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> um, how can people, uh, you know, uh, well, we'll put all the links in the description for your music and to book a, a reading with you. Totally. Yeah. yeah, we'll put some links in the description. And and a link to your uh, your new channel and show. Yes. Yeah. To the YouTube channel, yeah. Yeah. And if you want to... Uh, be a part of my world. Yeah. Patreon.com slash church of chill. <laughs> you could hear mine and Joey's secret podcast. Uh, it's a, yeah. Boys club. It's great, right? I secretly listen, not so secretly listen to it. Yeah. No, it's cool. I, I couldn't. Uh, there would be no shit I could talk about you. Or, uh, there's nothing. That's not what boys club is for. Yeah. You know, you could see what boys club's all about. It's sacred split is space to be like just ridiculous clowns. <laughs> And I don't realize how much I'm not being a ridiculous clown till I get around my boys. Yeah, especially you know? Joey. Yeah, especially Joey. Joey sets a standard for clownship that yeah, many like, of us just pretend to attain. In yeah, lifetime, like, come know? on. Like, holy fuck. Fucking Joey. Yeah. So, yeah, it's clown town <laughs> on there. Patreon.com slash Church of Chill. Really do appreciate it's when so new people fun. join up and join the Discord and add their voice and yeah. cool little recommendations to things. Yes. And then we become friends. It's yeah. like, it's happening quick these days. Like, someone joins the Patreon, they're in the Discord, and next thing you know, we're hanging out. And yeah. it's, it's really fucking cool. Yeah. So, join us. Thank you, Mayor. Thanks, John. See you next time. Peace, love, and magic. Shoo.